This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Is it Wednesday already? Happy hump day. Okay, it's seven minutes after nine, and uh, the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Let's talk about crime in America. Let's just talk about it. Let's get it off our chest here. I, You know, we, we, when we talk about this on Where and Rima, and uh, I, I saw this story yesterday uh, of this young wrestler in Illinois, in Illinois, and I'm sure you've seen the video now yourself uh, at this point, if you're following the newest. And it's really disturbing and weird. Uh, we we have, uh, let's see, Oak Park River Forest High School, oddly enough, in Oak Park, Illinois. And we have a young man, Hafid Alasia, who was defeated by Cooper Quarter of Spar Wrestling Academy. The final uh, score on the match was 14-2. to two. I, I actually know a little bit about wrestling. It's weird. Uh, but my brother Kyle was a, was a wrestler in high school. They actually always, I was always, I, I, I hated sports growing up. I, I didn't want to play anything. But I, I remember the coaches would, just, would hound me uh, to, to, like, get into wrestling. Because they said I was small and I would be, I would be like wiry and crap, and somehow I guess that would help you out in wrestling. But I, I didn't do it, and I'll tell you why. Because you know wrestling involves occasionally your face going into another man's armpit. You know, and I, I just I can't do that. I just had to, had to draw the line there. <laughs> couldn't couldn't get, go on the wrestling team for the school because my face may end up in a dude's crotch or his armpit. But I have a lot of respect for people that do it. My brother, again, was a, was a great wrestler in high school, so I've been to a lot of wrestling matches. Uh, it's a very obviously intimate kind of uh, a sport. You're literally wrestling with somebody on the ground in a big twisted knot. But anyway, uh, this little punk, Hafid, was defeated by C- this young man, Cooper, and I remember this from my brother's days. It's customary, you know, at the end of a wrestling match that they come together, the two wrestlers, uh, and they shake hands. It's called sportsmanship. No hard feelings. And then they raise the hand of the person who won based upon their score. This happens uh, at Oak Park River Forest High School. The uh, students or the the competitors uh, walk towards each other. These are young, these are teenage boys, high school boys. And uh, little Hafid pretends to reach out his hand to shake the other boy's hand, and instead he cold cocks him right in the face, breaks his nose, sends the kid to the ground, freaking punches him dead on in the face after pretending he was getting ready to shake his hand. Uh, again, the, the, this Cooper, uh, Cooper quarter, his nose was broken. I, I'm, I'm, you know, 
it was a full-on hit, man. It was a bad one. And I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, this uh, I don't know what's going to happen to this this little punk that did this. Probably nothing in today's world. I mean, I think he should be he should be arrested for a crime. That's just me. But I think all of them should be arrested for crimes if they commit them. And I don't I don't know why. Maybe it is with you, but this one story, which in and of itself is not a huge story, some kid's a jerk and punch some other kid. But as we started saying on Where and Rima, it really is kind of reflective of where we are and specifically where young people are right now. And break it down, okay, this this little Hafid punk, he was obviously ticked off that he didn't win. He had some disappointment in his life there, wasn't, uh, wasn't victorious. He was a sucky wrestler and he lost the match. But instead of saying, hey, wow, how could, I, how could I do that better the next time around I come up against a guy like this? Instead of like some sort of self-inventory where he's going to try to figure out where he failed and what he needs to do in the future. Because you know what? Failure will teach you everything you need to know about success. He didn't go through that process in any way, shape, or form. The fact that he lost, he took personally. He felt, I guess, I'm imagining that he was disrespected in some way. He had an emotional reaction to loss, to losing, to disappointment. And he reacted in the most childish, savage way possibly, which is with rage-filled violence. Didn't get what he wanted, so he threw a tantrum and uh, punch the other kid directly in the snout there and broke it. Broke his nose. When you see a bunch of punks swarming a young lady and her boyfriend in Chicago because the boyfriend dared to say, hey, don't push my girlfriend, you are dealing with children who are reacting with childish rage, and they're doing it because not only do we allow it, we encourage it. Everything now is about your emotional reaction. YOLO, you only live once. It's all about you, baby. This messaging has been going on for a long time. It's at the heart and the soul of this trans thing. It's the heart and the soul of these takeovers of entire neighborhoods by hordes of rampaging weirdos uh, who are uh, most often young adults, teenagers, or young adults, people in their early 20s. It, there, there's abs- from their perspective. Now, I'm not saying that the the, the architects of this evil plot behind the scenes uh, are are certainly encouraging this for their own reasons. One of those reasons or outcomes, I think, is they want absolute freaking chaos in the streets so they can roll the tanks in. They want a breakdown in society and civilized behavior, and they're getting it. Because they have raised a young generation uh, in a in a school system that uh, you know not only embraces ignorance and and sloth, but also encourages pointless freaking rage. Hey, see that white kid in the classroom? Yeah, he hates you. He's a racist. You're you're black. You're a black kid. So that white kid, he just inherently hates your stinking guts. And you know what? You're so stupid and lazy. You're just never gonna make it out of your oppression. So you need us to help you out. 
And you know what? As as for a reparation for you, for all the oppression your, I guess, family has suffered over the generations here in America since you came over from Africa, you completely deserve to beat the snot out of any white person you, encou- you encounter and steal their crap and burn it. That's what's going on. You deserve your rage. You deserve to feel like God for a few seconds as you beat the crap out of somebody or level a gun at a nine-year-old or set a building on fire. You've earned it. You deserve it. Doesn't it feel good? That's what's going on right now. And that kid sucker-punching that other kid was was a great example a physical example uh, for your own eyeballs. The other one is the guy just walking up behind a, a female police officer in New York City and slamming a glass bottle upside her head for no reason other than, you know what, he just felt like doing it. And this stuff's getting out of hand, and this stuff is going to get worse. Because you're, you're not dealing with a bunch of people who have some great freaking ideology or, or some his, true historic reason for what they're doing. <coughs> there is absolutely no reason for what they're doing. They do it because they can. And because the adults in the room are telling them they deserve to do it. And it's happening with the black community. It's happening with the trans community. Now, thankfully, I think a lot of people in the black community are waking up to this. And I think a lot of them have prior. I think that you saw that through the Trump era. Trans community, I don't know. They're, they're not even a real community. They're a tiny, minuscule group of people who are increasing their numbers by basically flipping kids. <laughs> you know, flipping kids into the idea that you're somebody else trapped inside your body. Whatever. In any event, all of this stuff is a bad harbinger of things to come uh, in America. Uh, 210-599-5555. We'll take a break. Let me know what you think. Sean on News Talk 550. <laughs> yes, I am still a little sick. I'm at home uh, doing the show today from home because I still got the crud. So if I cough here and there, I'm sorry. News Talk 550, KTSA. The Sean Rima Show. This is Jamie Markley, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm just, I'm laughing because Dave Ramsey's on with Dana Perino, and I just want to thank you all for all the wonderful messages I got from folks telling me how much they enjoyed my Dave Ramsey imitation yesterday. <laughs> it's the little things that make me smile. I'm glad I was able to crack you up. Let's go to Lynn. Lynn, how you doing? I'm okay. What are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking I'm appalled at the amount of people that I talk to daily in San Antonio that don't have a clue about Proposition A. And I ask them if they watch TV, and they say, yes, they watch TV, but they don't watch the news. And I ask them if they listen to talk radio. They say, no, they'd rather listen to something yeah. more upbeat that they can get their sure. groom on. So I had a suggestion. The people are not paying attention to what's going on, but everyone drives somewhere every day. What if people that listen to KTSA, listen to Trey Ware, Sean Rima, put on their back window, wish you a window crayon, May 6th, save us day, 
vote no, Prop A, and get the word out to people that are driving behind them on a daily basis around San Antonio. I mean, I think it's a great idea. I mean, anything you can do to spread the word. But, I mean, when you're dealing with somebody who doesn't take in any news or any information, it, what's weird about those very same people is that they tend to have very strong opinions on stuff, which I've never quite understood. Uh, I know a, I know a fair amount of people who are who are very, you know, big-time liberal, and they have very definite opinions on stuff. Until you start asking them why they think that, and they don't. They don't watch the news. Uh, I hear this routinely from people that it's so depressing, I don't watch it. <coughs> and so they don't, you know, I mean, in other words, what you're experiencing in San Antonio I think is probably true of most towns at this point, that you we really underestimate how many people just don't follow along. They just don't. They don't do any personal research. They don't know who their representatives are, they don't they don't they don't follow current events. They just have no freaking clue. You know, they're watching naked and afraid. <laughs> right. Which is entertaining, you know, but, but it's not yeah. helping our community. No, but Lynn, that's a great idea putting it on the back windshield there. I, I, I thank you. Thank you for the call. Uh, and if you want to put on the back windshield, you know, I love Sean, uh Sean Rima. That'd be great too. Just you know, maybe some what do they what did she say, James? Uh window crayon or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the wax stuff that you can write on, you know, for sale. Put my name on the on your windshield in, in wax, and that would make me... You know, this is, is Don Morgan there? This was a really weird idea I had. Well, how much time do I have here? i got some time. You go for it, big guy. Well, I, you know, I've noticed that, you know, people, and it's true of everybody on the radio, most people on the radio, but, you know, it's certainly been true of me, and that people pick up on little things you say. Do you know what I mean? It becomes sort of a thing about you. Like for years, I would call people liberal pukes. And so people started calling liberal pukes liberal pukes. Mm-hmm. And I end, for decades, I've ended, ended every show with spread the love and don't be a jerk. You know, and people remember that crap. Right. And so I was thinking, I need some kind of like byline. I need some kind of line, some kind of new line that I say specifically to put out there so that other people will start saying it. Well, nobody's saying oofta in San Antonio. Well, oofta, no, but that's a that's an ethnic thing. I don't want people to be, okay, you know, okay. uh, uh, biased against Norwegian Americans such as myself. <laughs> oofta. Is Don Morgan there, or is he doing his news thing? I'm at home now, so I can't really see. He might be polishing his head. I don't know oh, what's okay. going on. Because I, I came up with a line. I'm always trying to think of, like, really <laughs> ridiculous things to say to my wife, just ridiculous things, you know? And so I came up with this line, and I think I'm going to try to make it my new line because it's really how I feel about stuff. Like if I just had enough of something or if I do something really cool, okay, I'm just going to say, that's how I roll, sugar butt. And I'm just going to say that over and over again. That's how I roll, sugar butt. You're going to say that one time. No, well, to my wife one time. Yeah. One time, me saying it, and second time, me hitting the ground. Is that how it works? And then a Dr. Havercoe <coughs> visit after she knocks your teeth no, out. No, but I, I want, yes. That's how it's but going I to think, work I want to start saying it. That's how I roll sugar butt, you know. Because originally I had another word instead of butt, but that was too graphic to put on the radio, so I kind of been play, you know put butt in there and just sounded even funnier to me. So, like, if today if you're at work and your boss praises <laughs> you for something, just say, hey, you know what? That's how I roll sugar butt. You know, if you're having an issue with some, some road rage, you know, or somebody's flipping you off in traffic, you know, just say, hey, it's how I roll, sugar butt. You know, and I think I just want to get people to say that. I think it's a funny thing to get people to say. 
I like that's the, how I roll, sugar butt. I like that's the, how I roll. The you know what, so it rhymes with the butt at the end. It bookends it right. nicely. Hey, you know what? That's how I roll, sugar butt. It does rhyme. I want everybody to start saying that in various situations around the city. I think it will improve our lives. <laughs> Don't say it to Jalen, though, on the city council. Oh, come on. Might ask you for a date. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how I roll, sugar butt. I can't do his voice because of my cold. Sir, right. sir have, have you been drinking? You know what? That's how I roll, sugar butt. I have, and that's how I roll, sugar butt. See how that works for you. Yeah. I just want people to start saying it. Hey, and hey, he won't hey, have, stop until the San Antonio missions change the name of the team <laughs> to the San the Antonio sugar, sugar Butts. Right. No, for for one night they'll play, they'll be the Sugar Butts, and we'll raise a bunch yeah. of money for like I don't know diabetes or something because <laughs> it's Sugar Butt, you know. Well, yeah. we're gonna need to raise a lot of money in this city. Yeah. Well, in this city, yeah, but we'll do it. You know why? Because that's how I roll, Sugar Butts. Oh, that's how I roll. <laughs> I think it's cool. It I, makes me laugh if, every if time you I were, say it. If you were working in the studio today, I would throw my shoe at you. Yeah, and I duck and I go, hey, I you roll, sugar me, butt. because that's how I roll, sugar butt. That's how I roll. Don't you, hey, sugar butt, don't you forget it, buddy. <laughs> Please, as you go through your day, this is your homework, all of you listening. Find at least one situation today where you could say to another human being, that's how I roll, sugar butt. Just don't get shot, okay, please, because then I feel bad. But, you know, just uh, th- that's how I roll, sugar butt. Wasn't that funny? Maybe I'll get the tattoo. All right. I've done my work. I've done my good deed for the day. <laughs> so good. So uh, yeah. good. Thanks, Rima. Appreciate it. I, you know, you're I just turned you making the world a better place. When I, get, I am, man. Yeah. When I you give, know why? Because that's how I roll, sugar butt. <laughs> when I give the homeless guy some money and he says thank you, I can say that's how I roll, sugar butt. That's how, hey, Aqualung, that's how I roll, sugar butt. You got a sandwich now, don't you? All right, 210-599-5555. I'm going to go say it to the boss. I would if I were there. I want to see what happens. Hey, bud, how you doing? How are the numbers, Greg? Numbers are great. You know why? Because that's how I roll, sugar bud. <laughs> I'm going to go roll on out of here and make some more great numbers. <laughs> sugar bud. <laughs> say it. I dare you. Say it. Oh, man. Every single one of you. Say it at some point today. <laughs> All right. Uh, 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Info at your beck and call. The stunning developments. Stay tuned for updates. Just tell your smart device to play KTSA. And we're back. Newstalk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. I want to talk about Eric Adams. He was just on TV. Uh, but first, uh, John Kennedy, one of our favorites, was on TV just now. And I, he was talking about Diane Feinstein. And uh, I, I didn't have the volume up, so I'm not sure what he was saying. But I, I just I, I could sit and listen to John Kennedy out of South Carolina and just talk about anything. That Diane Feinstein, she's older than a pterodactyl. Why? Why should she be in there? When she's currently mentoring Methuselah. You know, I mean, you could just hear it. Um, Eric Adams was just on TV. Uh, he's asking for federal financial assistance now to handle the illegal immigrant problem, I- illegal immigrant problem in New York. It's just out, man, it's just off the hook. You know, all these migrants uh, just dirtying up our city. We, it's, it's a catastrophe. We need help, man. 
Uh, and I believe Eric Adams has actually been to the border. I think he's one of the rare people in, in the government that, uh, in, in any regard who's actually visited the border, because certainly Joe Biden hasn't. Uh, the the czar, the czarina of uh, border issues, Kamala, laugh a minute, Harris hasn't been there either. That, you know, I'm, it, 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 and Eric Adams is an interesting feller because while he's now screaming and crying about however many handfuls of migrants he has in New York City, when we've got thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands crawling over the border every single stinking day in this state, he is simultaneously putting together a commission, and you've heard Trey talk about this, putting together a commission to track the, the carbon footprint of household food consumption in freaking New York. New York, where people eat Italian sausages for breakfast. Uh, you know, because it's killing the earth. All these New Yorkers eating meat is killing the earth. And Eric Adams himself is a vegan or vegetarian or whatever the hell. And I, if that's your life, that's fine. I did plant-based stuff uh, for about two months in preparation for my last last medical procedure, and it sucked, man. You know what? This is what I think of a of a plant-based diet. It sucks, and it's really expensive. And you fart a lot. Beyond that, man, <laughs> give me my steaks, give me my wieners. You know, so so there's Eric Adams. He, he, you know, the, the border problem has been a problem for a couple of years now. They've been flowing across the board. Nobody in New York gave a crap. Nobody on the East Coast gave a crap. They act like it's not even really happening. Like, guys like DeSantis, guys like Greg Abbott predominantly are just making this crap up, right, and trying to make this crap. We, we were talking a little while ago with a listener, with listener Lynn, about the morons and people who just have no freaking clue what's going down on planet Earth at any given moment. They have very strong opinions on stuff, but they have no idea what's going on. Immigration, man, the further out of the Southwest you travel, the less people really understand what's going on. Eric Adams didn't give a crap about the border until they started showing up in New York. And now he's screaming and yelling for federal dollars to help with the problem. Meanwhile, I imagine he also wants some federal dollars forcing your New York ass to eat salads every day of your life. Is any major city's mayor walking the fence line of politics? Because he complains about the immigration like a Republican and then goes and does the other Democrat stuff. Right, right. No, you know, so it's it's you know it's it's hard to follow a guy like Eric Adams. Uh, so you know, I, I whatever you know, I you you want to you want less migrants in New York City, okay? Then you sort of have to do something about the southern border, which nobody in in that arena is willing to do. But holy crap, man, you're just not eating enough plant-based stuff in New York City. And Eric Adams, we're, we're talking about individual uh, 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 situations where, uh, in a small way, the bigger plan or the bigger plot is kind of revealed to you. And I was talking about this in regards to that sucker punch in Illinois with the wrestler. It's kind of the same thing with Eric Adams, okay? Eric Adams just revealed something about the American politician to us, okay? Because he has made a decision to eat only veggie crap. He believes that everyone should live that way. And you find that a lot in modern America in the year 2023, don't you? 
how I live and how I think is how you should. If it's and, and you see this in the reverse too. If it's not important to me, it shouldn't be important, and it isn't important for anybody. And Eric Adams proved that uh, once again uh, the other day uh, with this business with the with the uh, tracking uh, the carbon footprint of household food consumption. There you go. The news, weather, traffic, and sports for your day. That's why I listen. Always on News Talk 550 KTSA. All day, every day. And FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. How are you? Phone lines are open 210 599 5555. I got to bring this stuff just cracks me up, man. The Trumpster, uh, he, this is the second time he's opened up for sale Donald Trump trading cards. Uh, they're, they're images of him, like, hoisting the Liberty Bell with his forearms, you know. Remember that old show Kung Fu with David Carradine over the opening credits? Like, he's some kind of Shaolin monk, right? And he's picking up a freaking big pot of boiling oil with his naked forearms there's a there's a trading card of donald trump hoisting the liberty bell with his forearms they have him in like medieval uh, uh you know night garb they they got him dressed like george washington they got him dressed like like a rock star they're just images of donald trump that are really over the top and twice, when he was, uh, I think when he was president before, he he was selling these things. Or maybe, I guess it, was, it would have been when he was out of office. But it's Donald Trump trading cards. And you got Series 2, which he made available, I believe, yesterday. And in 24 hours, he sold 4.5 million of these things. They're 100 bucks a pop at least. Like, the most basic Donald Trump trading card you can get costs you a hundred dollars man and some of them are uh, some of them are are one-offs and that they're just one of them if you get one you're the only one on planet stinking earth that has one some of them are some of them are assigned to higher value all of them have a limited number so there's there's only so many of them and once they all sell out they're gone and people buy them up. They they just sop these things up, man. Again, a hundred bucks a pop. My wife and I were sitting here talking about it last night. And I said, Oh, I'd like one of those. How much are they? She said, a hundred dollars. He sold out in twenty four hours four point five million dollars, uh, I think is what he raised. I said four point five million cards, but he sold four point five million dollars worth. Here's the thing. They're not real. They're they're digital. They're they're not physical. <laughs> because that's how he rolls sugar, but he just he sold he sells digital trading cards that don't exist. They're not real cards. You can only look at them on your freaking phone or on your freaking computer. That's amazing. So I, I don't know how things are gonna go. I, I, I'm I've gotten to a point in my life. Uh, with most things, and, and politics is certainly uh, very, very true, in that I, I just, I don't know. I can't, it's it's very hard to predict stuff and predict outcomes right now because things are so bizarre and upside down. A lot of us have never seen anything like what's going on right now, especially everything concerning Donald Trump. 
So I, I don't know. Uh, are the evil, the forces of evil, going to be uh, uh, you know defeated? Will the forces of goodness and light uh, survive? Uh, I, I don't know. Because the the bad guys love to cheat. All I do know is that we have some great options. In that whether it ends up, because DeSantis is looking good again. He's got some great numbers in certain areas. So uh, whether it's Trump or DeSantis, or maybe both, as Trey says, I think we're, we're, we're good to go. Because you know what? They ain't got nobody, man. On that side of things, okay, Biden, first off, Biden's, I, I really don't believe. I mean, do you believe that he's going to be able to run for another term? I mean, I don't know at what point that guy just checks out. I don't mean die. I mean just is just done he can't physically freaking do it anymore one way or the other you can't even fake your way around it so who do they have they have no one gavin newsom i just saw his his silly face on uh, on tv they got gavin newsom pete Buttigieg, kamala stinking harris they got no one so in in a sense, and and plus, it, again, I think the Bud Light thing is, is is reveals a lot about where the American people are right now. Okay, it, it ain't really about the beer, but if you look at the Bud Light tranny on the can phenomenon, all right, and the massive reaction, okay, that's a referendum. That that's that's a visual into where most Americans are, and I, and like the guy Trey interviewed from Portland, who's a Democrat. I submit to you, you probably have a lot of Democrats uh, who are not making their voices too loud on where they are right now. But this agenda is so extreme. They're going to have to cheat real bad. They're going to have to cheat big time, in my opinion, to be able to maintain the stuff that's going on. Uh, because they can't do it on the merits of any candidate they have. They can't do it on the merits of the president they currently have. They can't do it. So cheating really is their only option. How it's all going to work out, I don't know. I don't know. Does, does Trump become the president again? I don't know. I'd be great. I'd be fine with it. Does DeSantis become the next president of the United States with, like, Nikki Haley as the VP or or, or possibly even Tulsi Gabbard? I don't know. <clears throat> I'm, I'm done trying to predict stuff in this world because it's too bizarre. But what I do know is that they, well, this has to be true, they will have to cheat to win to maintain uh, the executive branch and uh, uh, continue with that, or, or conversely, they, they don't have anyone. They don't have a single person of any note or prominence that anybody anybody would vote for, uh, unless you're a true believing moron. So I don't know. But uh, uh, support Donald Trump. Uh, next time he offers up some fake digital trading cards, you'll buy one. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. More stuff on the way next hour. Uh, we'll talk about this Dominion uh, case uh, against Fox. Elon Musk and alien beings. That's coming up next on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Why, hello there. We're back. It's uh, six minutes after 10 on Newstalk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. How are you? 
the phone lines are open, uh, as uh, as we say. So uh, whatever is on your brain, give us a ring. Uh, because it's Wednesday, which means for a guy like me, it's already Friday. Okay, I'm already full on in the weekend mode. So you know that's that's just how I roll, sugar butt. So go ahead and give us a call on whatever's on your brain. Um, well, you know, again, it's not a great news week. The big story yesterday was this Dominion case. Uh, that's what seemed to get the most of the coverage that I was watching anyway before I turned it off. Uh, this is the case against Fox News and Fox Corp by Dominion uh, Voting Machines, I think is what their official title is. And they went after Fox, and they, they're actually going after a whole bunch of individuals too, like Mike Lindell, who was of this opinion and did some work towards getting rid of these machines. And what Dominion was saying... Well, actually, let me let me uh, let me let me rewind here for a second. They're going after Fox. They were upset because Fox News was reporting that Donald Trump was saying that he was of the belief that these Dominion voting machines either were tampered with or were faulty, which led to his loss in the last presidential election. Uh, Donald Trump stated that as his opinion, as did Mike Lindell. In other words, the the burden of proof for libel, in my opinion, I'm not freaking Matlock here, but in my opinion, the the the, the argument just wasn't there. They didn't have, you know, you're reporting the opinions of the president of the United States. First off, yes, there's newsworthiness in that. Uh, and secondly, it's not libel because no one's out there saying, including the president, including the pillow guy, I know that this is what happened, or Dominion machines did, in fact, cheat this election. They're saying, I believe something was wrong with the machines, whether it was intentional or accidental. But, you know, you get to the edge of this thing where they're about to go to trial, uh, it's going to be a six-week trial uh, that was uh, going to be scheduled to begin, I think, in late summer. The original lawsuit was for $1.6 billion. Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson were mentioned specifically, so you would be having to pull those guys in for testimony. I imagine if you got to pull those guys in, then you got to pull in all their you know, producers and line people and people who worked on the story. Uh, so Fox settled for seven, let's see, $787 million, which is, tr- you know, dramatically less than the $1.6 billion, and the, there's not going to be a trial. Uh, they're still going to go after these other folks. I get it, you know, but again, there's there's really no case for, at least I don't believe there's a case for libel. In any event, it's a really boring-ass story, and that's really that's kind of the big story yesterday. Uh, because, uh, you know, we just don't have anything else going on, right? And then Elon Musk, we saw the uh, final uh, final uh, segment from the Elon Musk-Tucker Tucker Carlson interview. And, uh, you know, a couple of interesting things. Uh, first off, this was the only thing that I, I'm a, I don't know about you, but I'm a huge ancient aliens fan. Okay. I love watching ancient aliens. I watch ancient, ancient, there's one channel now. It's kind of like forensic files on HLN, right? There's one channel now that just shows ancient aliens over and over and over again. I love that crap, man. 
the hair stands up on my arms every time I hear Giorgio say, that's what the West feels. So it comes down to Elon Musk. Uh, Tucker asks him uh, if he believes in space aliens because he's a big rocket ship guy, right? And I thought it was a really interesting moment uh, with, uh, with the musker uh, there because he said, I personally have seen no evidence. In fact, let me read you the actual quote here because it's, it's fascinating. fascinating. Uh, a lot of people ask me, you know, where are the aliens? And I think if anyone would know about aliens on Earth, it would probably be me. He's absolutely right. He's freaking Elon Musk. He's the only guy on planet Earth that might even come close to the intelligence level of whatever alien species that would have the technological ability to visit us. Elon. They'd probably want to talk to Elon. We always think they want to talk to our leader. They'd want to talk to Elon. And he goes on and he says, you know, I'm very familiar. Uh, he, well, he says, I think if anybody would know about aliens on Earth, it would probably be me. Uh, you know, I'm very familiar with space stuff. <laughs> he says, and I've seen no evidence of aliens. So he says, I wish, I, basically he says, I wish I would. I would immediately tweet about it. And he joked, he said, you know, that would be the biggest tweet in history. Look, guys, we found one. I tell you what, I don't know. I don't know where you are, but uh, I look at the way things are on planet Earth and and where we are uh, here in the human race. And uh, have you ever had the thought that, like, I wish they would? I I just wish, you know, if there's some superior uh, aliens with superior intelligence watching our crap, don't you ever just want them to show up? <laughs> don't you you know what i mean i mean i'm sure in some regard we'd try to kill them but you know they, they wouldn't probably face much of an opposition from us if they're able to get here don't you kind of wish they would just show up don't you kind of think that would sort of settle a lot of stuff here on planet earth for a lot of people either out of fear or awe you know either way I had a buddy of mine tell me years ago, and it's still true, when a lot of crap, I think we were in the midst of COVID, and we were talking about aliens and alien abduction. He's also, he's like me, he's also fascinated, fascinated by that crap. And, uh, you know, we were talking about, well, what would you do? What would you do if you just woke up one day and you're like on some examination table? with a couple of freaking grays hanging over you with some surgical equipment doing probing and stuff and you were you realized you were abducted by aliens and everything else that you thought was really going on on planet earth was just a hallucination given to you by the aliens and I said I'd be freaking relieved <laughs> we live in a moment where I would be freaking relieved if all of this was a freaking dream and I'm really just getting my ass probed, if you will, by aliens on a mothership. That would be the lesser thing. <laughs> I'd, be like, I'd, be, I'd be thankful to be on an alien spaceship right now having scientific experiments conducted on me if it means that all this other crap that's going down on planet Earth is just some sort of psycho injected uh, uh, dream or whatever to get a reaction. You know what I mean? Wouldn't you be relieved? Think about that crap for a second. So, Elon, I hope they talk. I hope they connect with you. 
I hope the aliens reach out to you at some point <laughs> before the AI kills us all. You know, maybe maybe the aliens are kicking back uh, and just waiting to see how we do with AI. You know what I mean? And if AI really starts kicking our asses, then the aliens will show up <laughs> and save us all. I don't know. It's either going to be the aliens or Jesus, or maybe both. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. This is how I think, and this is how I roll, sugar butt. Let's go with Jim. Jim, how are you? Oh, not too bad on a cement job out here. But anyway, this Dominion thing, what the real message is, you question us, the powers that be, we will crush you. It's just a continuing saga, and they got enough scum-sucking lawyers and a corrupt judicial system to make sure it'll happen. Well, I agree, and I hate Fox News, certainly. You know, if they could take down Fox News, they'd be happy, and that's what's really at the heart of this thing. I suppose Ben Shapiro and Rogan would, well, not Rogan so much, but Ben Shapiro would be next on the on the list there. So, you know, yeah, you're right, par for the course. They hate Fox, yeah, so they want to take him down however they can. So, yeah, all right, Jim. Thanks for the call, man. I, I got to run. Yep, yep. I got to run, man. Thanks for the call. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. We're back. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. I'm Sean. Phone lines are open. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Uh, once again, if you're listening, I, I've got the crud. I, I guess it's going around. I guess a lot of James and Don, I guess a lot of people are getting this stuff. Yeah, and, it's not uh, good. It's not good. Well, I guess it's that, I, I, I don't, I, I guess it's that time of year. I don't know. Is it the crap in the air, I guess? Uh, it is. There's all the pollens and molds and stuff, but here's what I've noticed, and we're both getting older. <laughs> uh, yeah. Allergies are way more prevalent now in my life and age than they were growing <clears throat> up. <laughs> so it might just be a biological thing and we're just deteriorating we're just old farts is that what you're and like stuff kicks our asses more is that what you're suggesting to me it's science because you're absolutely right <laughs> there's a lot of nuances you know a lot of nuance uh, in the, on, but no you're right because I, I i know my wife has it really bad so I'm, I'm working from home for a few days while i get over this it's nothing serious but i i can you can hear me if you hurt my voice you hear me coughing I'll try not to get on you, okay? I always try to cover my mouth so I don't get any get any on you through the uh, radio speakers. Uh, but the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. You know, we're talking about this Dominion thing, and we I think very obviously, if you're watching, right, if you're paying attention, as they say, you're aware of uh, of, of the, the onslaught that's happening right now in this country against free speech. Let's just you I mean let's single that out from everything else. Let's just single that one thing. For your ability to freely speak your mind is under attack in America and it's under attack on multiple different levels. I mean, you look at what Canada has done recently and you look at what the UK have have been doing and their forces at work within this own in our own country right now that really want to define, and they certainly have in certain regards, like with the parents coming to the school board meetings and blah, 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 but they really want to define opposing opinions as hate speech. We're in the era of the true believer. 
So if you, because in the UK and the Canada, this is now a crime. You can be arre- you can be freaking busted for this crap now. So think about this. Think about in the United States of America, arguably the only nation that has ever existed on Earth and that continues to exist on Earth, at least for the time being, that had a notion of free speech to the extent that we do. In that, by virtue of the fact that you're a stinking human being, by virtue of the fact that you're here, that you exist, you have an inalienable right to speak your opinions about stuff. We talk a lot about AI writing novels and poetry and creating art and music and stuff like that, and certainly that's on the road. But at the heart of, of uh, our time here on planet Earth, and what our experience as human beings really was like. It all comes down to the voices and the opinions and the reactions of human beings. That's where the inalienable part comes around, comes comes about. You, you have an inalienable right. It cannot be alienated from you. <laughs> Your right to freely speak is not ever supposed to be alien to you. In other words, you're supposed to be able to do it whenever you want to. And it's, man, it's they're going to turn it into a crime. People are going to start getting busted in this country for merely voicing their opinion. We talked earlier about the rage, right, of the left right now and of the the empty-headed morons and thugs that they encourage to rip up the streets and come up behind people and smash them with bottles, okay? Look at how they react when they hear something they don't agree with, when they merely, at this point, when they merely hear something they don't agree with. When they merely hear somebody else utter something that is contrary to their orthodoxy, how do they react? With violence. If you don't think a lot of this crap that we're seeing going on in the streets and this swimmer, this this woman who uh, who was uh, supposed to speak at one of the universities and they're chasing her down the hallway and threatening to kill her, if you don't think that's a concert, the result of a concerted effort by people behind the scenes to shut you down and shut you up, you also are not paying attention. Right now, I am wearing, uh, because I get dressed in the dark, I, I get up at the butt crack, I get dressed in the dark, so I never quite know what t-shirt, I, I live in t-shirts. I never quite know what shirt I'm wearing until the sun comes up and I can look down at my boobs and see what I have on my T-shirt. Today I am wearing my Let's Go Brandon shirt. Uh, Now, you want to talk about chilling free speech. This is just a shirt that has some stupid words on it. Okay? But I have to think about what I have to do today and where I'm going to wear this shirt or if I'm going to wear this shirt. Why? Because I don't want to be hassled. I don't want to get my ass kicked uh, unreasonably. <laughs> I don't mind getting my ass kicked for stuff I deserve. I don't want to get my ass kicked for just wearing a freaking T-shirt. But the point is, I have to think about it, right? We all have to think about that stuff. I got a freaking red-ass mega hat in, my other, in the other room there. If I wanted to wear that, I could. I got a Texas for, for Trump uh, hat. You have to think. You have to really consider where you're going to wear that stuff in the America of 2023. Why? Because free speech is under assault. 
and it's no longer that you'll be unpopular or they'll try to cancel you or they'll try to go after your job or whatever. Now it's, we're going to stomp you into the ground. And you look at the video of all of these stuff. Uh, Fox News was just doing, I got Fox News on here in my living room where I'm doing the show, and they were just showing a montage of just all of these acts of random and not-so-random violence. And, you know, it, 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 the purpose of it really is to shut people down and to keep people inside their homes. It's really what's at play here, and it's chilling stuff. It's scary stuff, but you know what? We gotta still, we gotta keep speaking the truth. We gotta keep speaking the truth, no matter what. Anywhere, Anywhere. Anytime. anytime, and it's just wherever you need it. You can just go online and get it. Get the Sean Ryman Show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Yeah, man, we're back. New Stock 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Once again, I'm kind of boogery today. I've got the crud. So I'm broadcasting live from my home studio, my high-tech home studio. And uh, so if I sound a little crummy on occasion, that's why. Uh, let's go to the phones here. Uh, we've talked about a lot of stuff. Here's Anthony. Anthony, how you doing? Man, I'm doing all right. You know, it's funny. I actually had to hold. Normally, y'all put me straight through. Do what? I said, y'all actually put me on hold. Y'all normally shoot me straight through. I thought I was going well, to I'm talking through. a lot today, so, you know, I'm, I'm, t- I'm running my mouth a lot because <laughs> that's how I roll, sugar butt. How you, do- how you doing, man? I'm good. Um, so I retired from a government facility, where a secured government facility, and uh, anytime we ordered computers, they would come through and they'd have to go through the administrator. And what they would do is they would disarm all of the thumb drive ports. Right. And so if you remember, if you remember back when they were doing that 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 voting machine deal, I believe one of the situations where they they left all the thumb drive ports open, they actually had people on video pulling thumb drives and and moving thumb drives during that whole deal. That, oh, right. And they were. They, yeah, and they had, they were, uh, they had access to the internet, I believe, in some way. So they kind of, there was really no security in that aspect. Well, there's, you know, yeah, and this is, uh, you know, I agree. I mean, uh, the, the, there was a lot of peculiar stuff going down in, the, in that election, and uh, I, it, it, the problem is right now, if you say anything about it, you know what the countermeasure or what the counterargument is. Well, you're just sore losers. Well, you just can't accept the election. Well, blah, blah, blah. So the, a lot of the questions that people have, because my biggest question about that election really had to do with the uh, with the ballot dumps, right? Where you, you'd yeah, suddenly yeah. discover thousands, tens of thousands of ballots, and there wouldn't be one vote for Trump, which is statistically impossible. So I, 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 my opinion is that they use the machines to vote. Uh, my opinion is that they had lax security at these voting sites, and there wasn't any oversight from the uh, from the Republicans to to make sure these things were on the level. I mean, you remember, you don't you remember seeing all kinds of security camera footage uh, footage of these polling places, right, where yeah, they're opening absolutely. up boxes and finding new ballots, and they just start counting them. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah, they were they were they were actually bragging about it. There was one lady yeah. who was she full of stuff, and she was working late. And, and like, but again, I, like I said last time I talked to you, I think Budweiser thinks that the the election was only up and up because they evidently think that uh, that uh, 
the Dems are the uh, the majority. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're wrong. <laughs> they're tragically wrong. I appreciate the call, brother. Thanks for holding, man. Uh, let's go to Larry. Larry, how you doing? Oh, okay. Hey. You were, <laughs> yeah, you said that Musk would be the one that knows where the space aliens are from and the spaceships and everything. I just think, I think he's I the first person better. they'll try to contact. <laughs> well, I think I got one better. Years Who's ago, I was, in Cape, I was visiting Cape Canaveral, and I was able to talk to one of the top mission controllers. And oh, I wow. asked the same question. I said, where did the space aliens come from? What do you all believe here? He said, it's, it's all of us believe that all the spaceships and things that we see, we can't put our hands on, we can't touch them. No evidence, nothing. He said, we believe they all come from the future. Oh, wow. When you see something and it disappears in front of you, he said, they're, you know, thousands of years ahead of time there, that they come back to the past. So all these spaceships we see and everything is from the future. That's an interesting and, concept. And I'm you know, not, I don't want to hate this. I, it sounds weird to say that I'm not shocked. But if yeah, I do a lot of reading, I've been, especially the past few months, but doing a lot of reading on quantum physics and, and, particle physics and 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 you know stuff like that and, and and at that level the idea of time travel is more than possible uh it's just it would require an a level of energy that we simply don't have yet uh but it can be done theoretically you can travel through time uh, in much the same way that you would travel 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 through space by bending time or, or, or bending the space-time continuum. That's what a lot of this hyperspace and the science fiction movie stuff is based on. Well, in the same way, you could you could conceivably travel through time because time is malleable uh, at the, uh, at the uh, 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 quantum level. So it's fascinating stuff. I, I appreciate the call, man. I, I mean, I, I, that wouldn't shock me. I mean, especially when you're dealing with these vehicles. I mean, in other words, maybe it's us visiting us. <laughs> you know, maybe it's us. The the whole Terminator concept, although I think James Cameron is an Cameron is is an a hole, he might have been right on the money. In that, uh, Elon Musk may be correct in that once AI does something really really bad, it'll be way too late to then control AI, which is why why you got to try to control it going into the, the this process. Uh, and it's conceivable, theoretically speaking, that if human beings screwed things up so badly someday that future humans would want to go back in time and prevent us from doing the stuff that led to the big, horrible thing happening. And whether you believe me or not, I know I've read it. It's theoretically possible. Doesn't mean it's theoretically wise. Just means it's theoretically possible. So it's kind of interesting when a guy says that a lot of guys at Fort Canaveral and NASA are, are, you know, when they talk about unidentified flying objects, that their sense is it's us from the future. That's fascinating. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Find what you're looking for. Local news coverage, local traffic. It's all waiting here. Locally oriented, which I like. On News Talk 550 KTSA. Local radio that's important to me. And FM 1071. Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. James is playing Flogging Molly. 
It's Irish punk. That's interesting. 210-599-5555. Oh, I'm going to sneeze. Oh, I'm going to sneeze. Oh, I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> See, I got the crud, and I'm, I'm, I'm working at home, so I don't infect everybody at the station. But at home, I have to use one of these headsets where the mic is, uh, I don't, you know, the mic is connected to the headset. So I can't move away from the mic when I have to sneeze, which is why you guys are getting my boogers all over you. Uh, 210-599, that was a nice graphic image to put in your mind, yes? Um, also, I think I've created uh, a new zeitgeist. Raise your hands if you know what a zeitgeist is. Who knows what a zeitgeist is? John, James, you guys know what a zeitgeist is? A zeitgeist is a mood or a thing indicative of an era, right, or an attitude. So one could say the hippies were the zeitgeist of the 60s, right? I'm learning, yeah. Okay. Uh, You know, saying gnarly uh, was a zeitgeist of the 80s, saying things are gnarly. And I think because I'm getting a lot of messages on my new tagline, that's just that's how I roll, sugar butt. People love it. The people are saying that's how I roll. I think I've created a new zeitgeist for the 2020s. How does that make you feel? Good, Don Morgan. Do you have a new zeitgeist? <laughs> I feel as though we missed an opportunity to come up with something better. <laughs> I, you know what? Well, that's one way. To Time it. waits. History waits for no one, man. Okay. History waits for no one, and the best we're going to do is that's how I roll, sugar butt. Okay. All right. It's a new zeitgeist in my milieu. Uh, <laughs> you know, there are certain words if you just learn them, you know, and you pepper them throughout your speech, people right. think you're really, really intelligent. So ho- zeitgeist is one of them. Genre, you know, if you right. refer to something as your genre. You know, so don't say gone, homage, say homage. What? We've gone from turn on, tune in, drop out to that's the that's way how I roll, sugar, sugar butt. butt. That's right. right. That's right. Because I'm an influencer, Don. Right. I know you guys don't realize this, but I have a massive reach in my influence. There are people right now wearing overalls in San Antonio because of me and uh, because of my vast reach. And that's why I am right. introducing a new zeitgeist uh, to the uh, to the people. And it is, in fact, that's how I roll, sugar butt. Mm. I'm going to get a tattoo to my body. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm a ridiculous human being. You are not going to get that tattooed anywhere. Maybe I will. I Maybe don't. I, will. I don't see that happening. I'm going to get. A, I'm going to get a tramp stamp right back here, right yeah. here in the small of my back. Right. Says uh, that's how I. I put it in the front, but it would be so crooked because of the weirdness. So I, I put it out in the. Wait, that didn't sound right. What I meant is, yeah, you know, that's exactly surgery. what you meant. Yeah. No, you know, I got. I, I'm misshapen a bit up front, but yeah, I'll put it in the back of my small of my spine. Right. That's how I roll, sugar butt. Maybe that's not a good idea. Maybe. You know. Well, it, yeah. it might be taken already. Six months in ago, jail? Yeah. Well, six, <laughs> six months ago, Carl Tart performed the MC Sugarbutt Supercut. What? Yeah, I, I did some research. I don't want you Sugarbutt is an actual word that people use. Oh, there's YouTube. I didn't make it, it up. I sent you a meme. Oh, you did send me a yeah. meme that says Sugarbutt. Yeah. 
I thought it was mine. I thought I was being original. Uh, James, where did you see this? You saw. I'm, I'm looking at a YouTube video right now. It's Carl Tart performs a five-minute MC Sugarbutt supercut. That what, was... in fact, does Sugarbutt mean? Then I guess I should sort of know if I'm going to create a zeitgeist around it. Well, I guess we go to maybe Urban it means something really weird. Oh, here goes Don. He's got to look it up. Well, that's our KTSA newsroom for you. They're, they're on top of this. We need an Urban Dictionary definition of Sugarbutt. Yeah. Well, it doesn't mean anything bad. I it's hope a term, not. Term of endearment. <laughs> Especially in jail. Um, <laughs> how you doing, sugar butt? Where's my tray? You forgot the coffee, sugar butt. Get It'll be a long night for you. Down. <laughs> sugar butt is in your town. <laughs> get up, get down. Sugar <laughs> butt is in your, in your town. town. John Sugarbutt Sugar is Rhino. in your town, man. Yeah. That's what I am. I'm Reverend Sugarbutt from here on out, man. Sugarbutt. <laughs> That's how I roll, because I'm Sugarbutt, man. Jalen's out there going, oh, I like that. No, I'm sorry. I can't, no. I can't do the Jalen imitation right now, because <laughs> no. I can't do falsetto with my screwed up mm. cold that I have right now. Right. Oh, look, my wife just uh, came in. How you doing, baby? Call her Sugarbutt. That's how I roll, Sugarbutt. I love yeah. you, baby. Uh, sugar butt. My wife just found the definition. Uh, this is from theurbandictionary.com. My wife just handed me this. Mm-hmm. An endearing title or nickname usually between two intimates, not unlike other endearments such as honey, darling, sweetheart, etc. That is affirming, encouraging, positive, as well as accepting and or wanting. They have an example here. Oh, my God, they have an example here. Be, pre-read that bad boy before you put it out. Oh, read it like Senator Kennedy. Oh, I can't read this. No. no. Uh, <laughs> is that chick still doing movies in Australia? I can't talk about this. <laughs> thought she was injured. So, um, thank you, baby. So, sugar butt is... <laughs> it's a good thing. It's in a term of endearment. Yeah. All right. Because that's my zeitgeist. That's what I want everybody in San Antonio to find an opportunity today at mm-hmm. some point in your life to just offer up a, hey, that's how I roll, sugar butt, and say it boldly. You know, fortune favors the bold, man. So be bold when you say that crap. I'm just saying. I suggest you drop it on the Walmart reader on your way in today. See what happens. <laughs> the Walmart reader. Well, Walmart don't, greeter, man. Don't say it to people. I'm going to be the Walmart greeter because of this show. <laughs> what? Don't say it to people with neck tattoos. No. Well, you know, if, no, you, if you're really committed to your... bad idea. If you're really committed to your zeitgeist, then perhaps you should take the effort, make the effort to talk to somebody with a neck tattoo and say that to them. I'm not going to say that's how I roll sugar butt to a guy with a neck tattoo. I will see. I don't or think maybe it, I will. Say, maybe yeah. he would just go, ah, no, it's all right, man. Stay away from you. <laughs> no, you go over there. Sugar, sugar butt. I don't want no sugar butt coming towards me. Just stay on your side of the parking lot, sugar butt. Or I kill you with a chainsaw. Um... <laughs> Sugar Butt's a bad dude. Just ask the president. Sugar Butt was a bad dude. <laughs> and I remember the day when all the little Sugar Butts were running their hands along my hairy legs. Sugar Butt was acting up at the pool. So I got me a chain. Well, not a joke. And I met Sugar Butt outside in the parking lot. I'm like, hey, hey Sugar Butt. You're either going to abide by the rules of the pool, or I'm going to lay this chain upside your head. What's it going to be, pal? 
Not a joke. <laughs> He's a semi truck driver now. <laughs> Says I saved his life. <laughs> Sugar Butt was a bad dude. <laughs> Write the blues song. Right, it's a blues song. It <laughs> oh, sounds man. like a like a like a like a blues song, doesn't it? Yeah. Sugar Butt sings the blues. <laughs> <laughs> Twelve bars of sugar. I'm gonna book. publish a, I'm gonna make a recording. It's just gonna be me in the bathroom singing blues song. Sugar butt sings the blues. Oh my god! Tonight on Austin City Limits, Sugar Butt sings the blues once again. Live from his bathroom. Live from his bathroom. After a colonoscopy, it's Sugar Butt sings the blues. All right, I'm sorry. Let's save us. Yeah, please. We're, we're kind of getting a little he's far got off the, the path. He's got Just the squeezing the Charmin blues over there. That's right. You know why, Don? You know why? Because that's the way you roll. Because that's how I roll, sugar butt. <laughs> I'll see you all tomorrow. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye. Get on up and get on down. Sugar butt is in your town.